Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybaitmadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. Friends, uh, I'm very happy and delighted to be here with my uh, beloved teacher, Rabbi Avi Weiss, who's the founding rabbi and currently the rabbi in residence at the Bayit, the wonderful Hebrew Institute of Riverdale, founding president of Yeshivat Kovave Torah Rabbinical School, where I proudly spent four years of my life, founder of Yeshivat Maharat, really a pioneering institution uh, to put wonderful uh, uh, women rabbis into the uh, Orthodox world and to, into Kla Yisrael at large, and the national president of AMCHA, the Coalition for Jewish Concerns, grassroots organization that speaks out for Jewish causes throughout the world. And Ravavi has written many books, which I uh, have been influential for me and so many others, like Principles of Spiritual Activism, Open Up the Iron Door, and the one today, which I know Ravavi is very uncomfortable with, uh, promotion of books, but, but, but I want to, um, Journey to Open Orthodoxy. This is something that took many, many years uh, to write uh, and is, is written around the institutions that have been built to put the values, to make the values manifest in the world. And so, Ravavi, thank you, sir, for taking some time to talk here about this. It's, uh, it's, it's such a zuchut, Shmuley, and to whoever is hearing my voice, Shmuley has as Am Yisrael in the world is coming to know, is one of the great, great lights. Rav Cook writes that we all have nishamot, but there are nishamot that overflow our beings and they encompass our families and all of Am Yisrael and the world. And that's your nishama, Shmuley. You are, I just bless you, many, many more years of impacting Am Yisrael and just doing what you're doing to change the world. Thank you so much. We love you. One, one of the many things I've learned from you is that sometimes more powerful than, than, than speaking words is the power of the niggin and the, or the power of the singing words. So I wonder in talking about this mission that we're gonna discuss, is there a particular niggin that you feel uh, encapsulates what some of that mission is about? Truly, you know, uh, many years ago uh, when I was actually a teenager, I used to write nigunin and I wrote Nigunim, and they actually appeared on a record called The Noam Singers, a group of young men, and they sang so beautifully. And I, I wrote them, uh, very much influenced by my father, who was raised in Auschwitz, and he went back looking for his brethren, wrote a little Nigun Alela Nibochia. And I stopped writing my whole life. And on my way to Pittsburgh with Uri Tapolovsky, it was a guitar in the car, and I really hadn't played much during the years. So I just took the guitar, and it's a little rusty, and we wrote a little niggin then. I was just so taken by what had occurred in Pittsburgh. And since then, this year, I've really been writing nigunim, and one of the nigunim 
speak to the message of Halicha. It's based on a Sfat Emet. It goes all the way back to Parshat Lech Lecha, where the Sfat Emet writes, Tzarech Adam Lihiyot, a person must, and he doesn't, of course he wants people to be Shomrei Shabbat, Shomrei Kashrut, but he said, Tzarech Adam Lihiyot Mahalech, a person has to keep walking. Keep walking. And then he says, one must keep walking mi madrega li madrega, higher and higher. And a central piece of, of what I call open orthodoxy is bringing God into our lives, bringing spirituality into our lives. And the gate, gateway to the soul, the gateway to connecting Takodish Baruch Hu to our fellow person is, is nigun. So I wrote this little nigun. Adam <laughs> Ta'amid leilech mi madrega limadrega Shetzaricha adam liyot mehalech mi madrega limadrega Vayomer Hashem lechicha lechicha lechilach Vayomer Hashem lech lecha lech lecha lechilach Adam tzarich liyot mehalech Adam tzarich liyot mehalech Shetzarich adam liyot mehalech Limadrega limadrega Shetzarich adam and the Lord said, Rise up, keep walking. Walking, walking higher and higher, walking, walking higher and higher. Shetzarich awadam tawawam lech li madrega li madrega. Adam tawawam lech li madrega li madrega. Adam tzarich liyot mehalech. Adam tzarich liyot mehalech. Shetzarich Adam tamid leilech mi madrega li madrega. Shetzarich Adam tawawamid leilech mi madrega li madrega. They tell a beautiful story about a Rebbe. He turned to his students. He said, you know, there's a ladder that has 50 steps. And somebody's on the 47th step and the other one is on the 25th step. Who's higher? So his students said, Rebbe, that's a kotz kasher. It's so obvious. Somebody's on the 
47th step, the other one on the 25th, obviously. The one on the 47th is higher. So the Rebbe said, name my kinder, know my children. It depends which way you're going. Got to keep walking, but you got to keep reaching higher. Mi madrega, le madrega. Shiru Lashem Shir Chadash. One of my favorite, favorite phrases in Tehillim. We have to sing to the Lord a new song. There's the song from Sinai. We have to keep singing, but it's got to be meshed with, with a new song, a new chidush. May we all be blessed to bring that. Yeah, that's right, to continue to, to continue to climb, to actualize our missions. Oh, love it. So, Ravavi, um, um, why did you write this? Why, I mean, this was a huge undertaking, exactly 613 pages. Yeah, that has a story, too. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I love sports, and, um, and I, I love basketball. And there was a coach, Red Holzman, who coached the Knicks when they won two championships. The Knicks need a lot of tefillot these days. <laughs> and uh, so they decided that he was such a great coach, they were going to give him a jersey. And they put up a jersey, but he wasn't much of a ball player. And they put up 613 on his jersey. And I used to travel the country giving speeches. And I said, Red Holzman, I, you know, I'm not so sure how richly observant he was, whether he put on Rabbi Tam in the morning, but he is sold. The 613, obviously 613 mitzvot. And I was telling this all around the country until someone came up to me after a talk and said, Rabbi, I hate to break it to you, but Red Holzman coached the Knicks to 613 victories. <laughs> That's why they put up 613. And I responded and I said, why do you think he won 613 games, whether he knew it or not? Each game was for one of the mitzvot. It. So it has 613 pages, dafka, to really make that point. Why did I write the book? I think I wanted to get the message of open orthodoxy out. It was very, very important to me. Open orthodoxy has been maligned and has been criticized. And most of the holy people who have offered criticisms are people who have never come to Yeshivat Chovevei Torah, Tishivat Marat people I've never spoken to. And I wanted to really get the message out. And I think the most important point that I attempted to make is that open orthodoxy is not only about the cutting issues. Those issues are very important to me. Gender issues are very important. LGBT, very, very important. Being more welcoming to converts in a deeply halachic way is very, very important. Interdenominational interaction, interfacing is very important. But open orthodoxy is much bigger. It deals with much, much broader issues. And, uh, and I would identify three specific issues that I get into. One is that there's two kinds of Judaism. There's two kinds of orthodoxy for that matter. And I think across the spectrum, there is an orthodoxy which is a functional. There's a functional synagogue. And they have all of the functions of a shul providing tfilot learning. And that's all wonderful. But then there's a kind of synagogue that doesn't compromise on those functions, but it's mission-centered. That's a different kind of shul. And open orthodoxy speaks that whatever I do functionally as a Jew, it should be within a larger framework, a larger, a larger perspective of what Yahadut is all about. After all, halacha is not a noun. 
Halacha is a verb. Halach, shetzarich adam liot mahalech. We're walking. We're walking to v'shamru derech Hashem lasot tzedakah mishpat. We're walking towards bringing kedusha, bringing the values of Torah holiness into our world. And that broader message I felt was very important. A second, which was very important, Shmuley, is that for me, central to what this is about is that Am Yisrael, the nation of Israel, for me is not just the nation of Israel. It's the family of Israel. Whenever I see the nation of Israel, I substitute for the word nation, family. And I look at it as if it's my family. And that's the message of inclusivity, of welcoming, of non-judgmentalism. That too is a very, very central, central idea of what I try to reflect. Inclusivity in terms of making sure we're embracing people who are elderly, who are often forgotten, people with disabilities who are often forgotten. When I walk into a synagogue, for me, a beautiful synagogue is not the synagogue with fancy windows. Do you have ramps up to the Aron? Do you have ramps up to the Bima? Are you providing for people who are hearing impaired, people who can't see? That's the test. The test of community is how one reaches out to the most vulnerable, to those who are most in need. That's the second. I would say the third broader issue is to bring God into our lives, to bring spirituality into our lives. You could be in shul for three hours and never feel the presence of God. You could be in a Bet Midrash for six months and know how to prepare a cholent on Shabbat, know all the halachot of torts, but you may not feel, you may not talk God. Bringing God, bringing spirituality into our lives is, with the world being what it is, is so critically important. And I wanted to present the larger spectrum of what of what this approach, open orthodoxy, is all about. But I wanted to make clear that it's it's much, much broader than what newspapers write about. It's it's extremely holistic. It's whole, it has wholeness and deep, deep and profound holiness. Love that. Love that. So, you know, I think one of the secular questions people all jump to first today is the question of success. And I don't think that's our primary question. I think the primary question we have, is this true and is this good? And I believe that um, this vision you're laying out, um, have laid out for quite some time, is deeply true and deeply good. Um, nonetheless, I think the question of success is still an important one. And, I, and, I, and I, so I'd like to ask, like, do, you th um, do you feel this has been successful? You know, when I look back, it's 20 years now since Chovevei Torah came into existence and Marat is in existence for several years. There are very few people, Shmuley, in life who are blessed by God, blessed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to see their dreams become a reality. I don't know why, but I've been given that blessing. I've seen the dream of of Chovevei Maharat, of open orthodoxy, whatever specific title or term one uses, but in orthodoxy, which is more inclusive, more loving. We need an orthodoxy which is loving, inclusive, welcoming. I've seen it become a reality. I, I recognized all the way back that with all of my intentions, I pray and I know pure intentions, 
this requires the input of many, many people. And we are coming close when I look at the larger constellation of Yeshivat Chovevei Torah and Yeshivat Maharat and the Bayit synagogue that has had many assistant rabbis who have gone out into the field. Shmuley, we're nearing 200 rabbis who are in Avodat HaKodesh in America and throughout the world. When I look at you, Shmuley, you are not a student of mine. You are a teacher of mine. I've had the great schut to interact with you. I had the great schut to be the Masajar Kedushin at your wedding. Your wedding was at the Bayit. And I say with great emotion, literally with tears of joy in my eyes, you, as one of the Musmachim, you are reaching many, many tens of thousands of people. And the many, many tens of thousands is probably the next number. It's probably with all that you do in the hundreds of thousands. And your whole life is ahead of you. It's your time. And there are others like you who do it in their own way. And my estimate is that of our students who are out there in the field, I think many, many hundreds of thousands of, of Jews and beyond in the larger world who've been touched, who've been inspired. And that's why I dedicate the book. I, the book is dedicated to a dear friend of mine, Chuck Feldman, who believed in open orthodoxy. But it's also dedicated to those who have walked with me on this journey. And so the name of each of the chevra from Chovevei and Marat and the Bayit are all mentioned here because we've walked the journey. It's not that you are you are identical to me, you are your own person, because I think a fundamental concept of, of our rabbinic training is we want, don't want to control our students, but to empower our students to go out and to do it in their way, to sing their own song, the Shiru Lashem, Shir Chadash. And surveys have indicated that this philosophy of an orthodoxy, which is more open, more inclusive, more non-judgmental, more loving, has gained tremendous, tremendous, tremendous traction. You're reaching many, many hundreds of thousands of people through your efforts and the efforts of so many in synagogues. You probably have placed in 50, 60 major synagogues around the country. When one looks at the whole constellation, the International Rabbinic Fellowship, that is a modern Orthodox rabbinic group of over 200 and 50 rabbis, men and women, with an extraordinary, extraordinary reach. I feel very blessed and very, very humbled to be part of this, part of this dream. Very inspiring, very inspiring. So Hevra, maybe you're someone who wants to apply to Chovave, apply to Maharat. Maybe you can come visit the Bayit in Riverdale, maybe join one of the Amcha rallies. As they're, uh, as they're emerging, maybe you uh, can want to support one of those institutions. At the very least, make sure to pick up A Journey to Open Orthodoxy, published by Katav Urim. Let me just tell you about some of the contents here, some of the sections. Principles of Open Orthodoxy, Inclusivity, Spirituality, Gender, Faith, Leadership, Conversion, Mission, Spiritual Activism, Shoah, Israel, that this gives the holistic vision that Ravavi is talking about, that this is not just about the, the headlines of the cutting issues of today, although it is about that as well, but something much deeper that's, that's rooted very deeply. 
So Ravavi, thank you for this time. Should continue to be blessed that your leadership should continue to inspire thousands and thousands around the world. Thank you, Shmuley, and just all my blessings to you, Shmuley. Really, God bless you.